0: Hello, this is Jen Sanders, and this is our first episode of the podcast on the practices of our faith. Over the course of this year, we will be walking through six practices that the Lord has given us in Scripture. We will be exploring these practices of worship, Scripture, community, prayer service and generosity now these practices are not the christian life these are the trellis that we put into the ground and we look expectantly for the lord to grow a beautiful flourishing vine through his spirit's work in our lives in Christ and these are not an exhaustive list of practices but they are one way to categorize things that we can do as Christians to help facilitate the deeper work of the spirit in our community and lives okay so the first practice that we're going to explore is worship particularly God's call for us to worship so I want to Have you imagined with me that you get an invitation and maybe it's a phone call. It is from someone that you think the world of, someone you enjoy being with and also who you've known and they really love you. And this person knows your weaknesses, knows your brokenness, your sin, and they Still delight in you. They keep wanting to still spend time with you. So their name pops up on your phone, and more than likely, you want to answer. You want to hear from them and you want to talk with them. And now, I don't know if you have any friends like this, and if you do, you can count yourself lucky and blessed. And if you don't, I want to share with you the real truth that you do have a friend who has an extended an invitation like this to you. The father, our father, the king, creator of the universe, friend and brother invites us every week into a space together to be with him, to know and be known and ultimately To worship him. And at the core of worship is an orientation towards who we are and who the Lord is. Because he made us and we were made to be with him all our days and behold his beauty, like the psalmist shares in Psalm 27. We are most ourselves when we're when our eyes are on him and we are with him. I am more Jen Sanders and you are more you. We have a friend who loves, delights, and wants to know us and us to know them. And the great news of the gospel is that in Christ, as we rest in what he's done for us and dying on the cross and taking our place, there is nothing that separates us from our friend who we were made for, this holy, beautiful, good, glorious friend. We can know and be known by him and live in the deep and wide love that he shares with us. Now, worship is something we, we do with our whole lives, but there's a particular call That God has given us in scripture to come together as a people and worship him together every week. And so as you imagine getting a call from a friend, like this friend that loves you and you love, and you stop what you're doing or you try to stop what you're doing and and receive this call, yet knowing life, there's a lot that could impede you from getting to answer this call. And that's the same reality for us as we get this call from the Lord. There are barriers. There's things that keep us from being able to receive this call. So maybe when we get a call from our friend, it's the exact time that everything falls apart in our space. Like maybe the dog starts barking like crazy at the mailman, or the kids start fighting, or the pot on the stove boils over, there's these things that happen right as we are trying to talk with our friend, right? And this happens in the same kind of way as we're drawing near and receiving this call from the Lord. I've heard so many times that it is the, there's the most fights on the way to church (laughs) and, or maybe the craziest things happen the night before, or the car won't start the morning of church, right? Um, Even when we, we try, um, life happens, we get sick and things break. So it's in these moments, right, that we need to remember how compassionate our friend is, how much our friend understands our humanity and our struggles, and that our friend's not, not harshly judging and angrily waiting on us to return this call or to come. It's when we forget his kindness, the Lord's kindness to us, that we might be inclined to isolate ourselves or to not come. So take a moment with me to consider what are the barriers, the practical barriers that might keep you from joining and coming in to worship. Let's also think about what are the practices that can help us receive this call Much like you might prep for a phone call from a good friend, maybe you would go out on the porch and receive this call because you know you will be less distracted and you can hear and really focus on the call. There's things that we can do in advance um, so that we are ready to really engage with this friend. Now, sometimes there's other reasons why we might not want to pick up a phone call from a friend. Maybe we feel like we are such a mess, and maybe our friend doesn't know everything that's going on in our lives, and we don't even know how to begin to enter into that relationship and share with them the reality of the messy and the hard of our life. Or maybe we feel distant from this friend. Maybe we are angry. And maybe also we don't wanna see, if say this invitation is to a gathering, maybe we don't wanna be with all the other people, right? that might be there at the gathering we might want to see this friend but do we really want to be with everyone else and these are all very real responses to god's call his invitation to his people to come together and worship and this is where we can be encouraged by god's word in the gospel of john Jesus clearly communicates that this invitation to worship is for real and that no one should be kept away. In John 4, a Samaritan woman approaches Jesus at a well, a place where the townspeople would come for their nourishment and sustenance. He knows she will come there. He knows us too, where we wander, what we frequent and is always going before us. Where could the Lord be encouraging you towards returning to him this week? This well that Jesus sits at, genuinely weary, is a beautiful setting for the deeper invitation for the water that sustains the Samaritan woman forever And that sustains us forever. And like with us, when we draw near to him, he unravels this woman's pretense, this desire for her to appear more put together. She would have already felt a bit vulnerable as Jews, which Jesus was, detested Samaritans, calling them half-breeds. They had separate, separate places of worship, This feud had gone on for centuries, and here was a Jew not only talking to a Samaritan, but inviting her into worship. And Jesus' invitation to all of us is made clear in this. All of us who are half-breeds, for this point, this would include us too. This is a call to us, no matter how we feel or what history we've had, he calls us to worship. He calls us. Us to worship in spirit and in truth. He says, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Again, they Samaritans worshipped in a different place than the Jews. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews. There was some Reality that the Samaritans missed the mark a little bit in their worship. And and there there was a correction, but it it didn't remove her. It didn't take her out of this invitation even. And a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is... His spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. This is our invitation to come worship in spirit and in truth. And Jesus ends and, and he reminds her that he is the Messiah. That he is is the only way that ultimately she can come into this space, into relationship, into worship, into gazing upon the beauty of the Lord. So whether you are feeling like a mess this week, whether you um, are... Feeling judgmental of others, whether you are feeling distant from God and His people, be encouraged that this call is for you. It is for you to come and remember who you are and who your creator and Lord and father and friend is and gaze upon his beauty together.